This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. We're back with you, the Thursday edition of Kelly and Ramia with Kelly McDonald and Ramia Amadin. Thanks for being here. We are very excited for next week because it is the last week we're on air live and podcast and everywhere else you listen to us before we get into the holiday break and then back with you in the new year. We'll give you details on that. But the first thing I want to mention is the very festive show we got lined up for you on the 22nd of December. So look forward to that. It's going to be fun. We usually have our annual holiday kitchen party. We're not necessarily doing that this year, but we will have a lovely festive show for you with the... um, holiday reads and poetry and music and food then and quizzes and fun that we've all gotten used to in the last few years. So heads up on that. And Kelly, over to you. Thank you. And folks, it's time, as we do every two weeks on the program, we welcome in Fern Lullum from the UK for our bi-weekly check-in. What's on your mind? I'm Fern Lullum from the UK, and whether serious, silly, or somewhere in between, I've got you covered. Let's face it, the most effective therapy is a chat with your bestie. Well, yesterday we were talking on our business discussion with Kevin Shaw about going to that office party and how you feel and kind of proper attire for a party. And we got into a bit of a conversation that kind of expanded into having those conversations. Well, today we're gonna talk a little differently, but along the same kind of vein here, folks, we are talking about feeling confident in a room full of people. Fern, welcome back. Yes, I know. Who knew that would be something that I would know anything about, but I do, (laughs) I know you're surprised. Well, as shy Uh, as you are, of course. I know, absolutely. You're the top Um, choice for me to come to, Fern. Thank you. That's very that's very kind. Um, so yes, we are. We're talking about those holiday parties, those big gatherings. Doesn't necessarily you're in a room full of people, and you need to be confident and fill yourself with some kind of self esteem so that you can get through the interaction. I think what I would say is, you know, we've all been there at some time or another. So I thought we'd dive into this one today and have a little chat about it so that you might hopefully feel a little bit more confident next time you go to some kind of party or big event. Mm-hmm. Well, is it, Fern, like common to feel a little bit nervous in a social setting? Yes, it absolutely is. And I think a big lie that we all kind of tell ourselves is, I'm the only one that's feeling this way. And that is so far from the truth, because like I just said, most of us at one time or another have felt this way. It's a very common feeling. There are a lot of reasons why we can feel this way. So that might be Fear of judgment is obviously top of the list. Low self-esteem, negative experiences in the past. If you've gone somewhere before and had an awkward experience, you might fear that happening again. And also one that hits close to home for me, a tendency to overthink things. Those of us who tend Mm -hmm. to, you know, either think about it beforehand or after the fact, or even during the fact, we can fall prey to thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going to make a complete fool of myself and never be invited back. Yep, we, our head, we get into our head and then it gets much more complicated than maybe it needs to be. But we're going to talk to you about it anyway. So what strategies can we use to boost our confidence before attending a gathering or party? 
Yeah, I think the first thing to say is know yourself, because if, you know, depending on the kind of um, the, the type of party that you're going to, it might just not be for you. So I want to make it clear that I'm not saying you should always go to every single party that you're invited to. There might just be some that just aren't for you. And that's completely okay. There are other ways that you can connect with people. You know, you can always invite maybe one or two people around and you can, so you can still form connections, even if you just, you know, parties just aren't your thing. That is completely acceptable. However, if you are going to a party, party and you're kind of taking the plunge there are a few things that you can do so you can kind of prepare a few topics that you might think oh if you know if I'm in a conversation and I don't know what to say I've got this up my sleeve just to try and make you feel a little bit like you know what you're doing and then also maybe take a friend along with you you know go with somebody that you trust mm. so that if something happens um you know remind yourself that you can leave at any time you can take a break or you can like like I say have that emotional support and like I just alluded to remember and try your best I mean it's so easy for me to sit here and say this but try your best not to do what I call the PPR which is the post-party rumination quite often we go to a party <laughs> yes this is my own creation uh, we go to a party and we have you know while we're there we're actually having quite a good time and we come away thinking oh that was all right and then I don't know about 10 or 15 minutes later by the time we get home we've just ruminated ourselves what is up with that? disaster it's yes. true yes absolutely so do everything you can to tell yourself, I am not going to go down that slippery slope and engage oh, in gosh, this. Yeah. Mm. I, I really like for thinking about those things to talk about that you could pull out. And I know sometimes we want to know who else is going to be there. And hopefully you're asking for that kind of reason that, oh, well, so-and-so, they, they talk a fair bit about this or that kind of thing. What kinds of things that I know a little bit about that I can get into a conversation with them. You hope for those kinds of things. And you know, that you don't get trapped into, oh, I'll just stay here where I'm comfortable in this corner or talking mm -hmm. to these two people and just mm -hmm. follow them around everywhere. You you want to have confidence in yourself and, and pre-arm yourself. And hopefully your host doesn't think, why do you want to know who's at the party? Is that how you determine if you're coming or not? Um, <laughs> how does your mindset play that role in fostering confidence at the social gatherings? And are there some techniques to cultivate a more positive mindset? Yes. So I would say that mindset is a huge factor in it. Now, I think as well as the PPR, the post-party uh, rumination, mm -hmm. we also have the pre-party rumination, which uh, is, yes. I don't know if you've yes. ever experienced this, but have you ever been in a situation where you're thinking about something and you are just making it the most scary thing in the yep, world? Yep. And when oh, you get gosh, there, yeah. it's fine. It's absolutely yep. fine. But beforehand, you know, so we need to sometimes keep in mind that the anticipation of these things is very often worse than the reality. So that's something yes. to keep in mind. As and, and I tend first. to do that pre more than the post. Because yes, like you said, yes. you go there and, oh, man, that was great. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, I was, was worried, worried about, about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we do. We think, you know, what? why did I get so upset? And yet the next time it rolls around again, we do the same thing all of over course. again. Of course. Um, and, and so also I would say that with the mindset thing, if you're feeling anxious and you go in with this presumption that nobody is going to like me, I'm going to make a fool of myself, whatever you do, you'll criticize yourself for it. So, you know, if you're too quiet, you'll think I'm boring. If you're too loud, you'll think I'm annoying. If, you know, if you eat too much food, you're going to think, oh, now I look rude. If you don't eat anything, 
food equally you're going to think well maybe i look rude you know whatever you do your mind will attack you so you need to in terms of um, fostering a more positive mindset we need to challenge these negative thoughts and think is this really true? Am I always a complete idiot and nobody gets along with me? Or is that a bit of a black and white statement? Maybe sometimes I am good and in certain situations I can really excel. And what are my strengths instead of always focusing on the things that we get wrong? Mm, exactly. And I feel like a part of this is just practice, Fern, putting ourselves into these circumstances where we can challenge the overthinking, the pre and the post rumination. Also, while we're at the parties, there's this thing called small talk that I absolutely can dread and when I think of gatherings this is the first thing that comes to mind so how do we best initiate conversation with people most likely people we don't know but you know get into that mode of actually jumping into the socialization yeah, exactly. And I mean, that is a, a really difficult one to try and get into, like you say, especially if it's somebody new that you don't know very well. Yep. And I yep. think this is where, you know, it is good to, to go in, you know, arm yourself a little bit with some things that you could talk about, but also just be, you know, it's such a cliche to say be yourself, but really try and just... Um, just talk to them like you would talk to, to anyone else. They are just another human being. And sometimes when we are, you know, we, we always worry about not being perfect, but actually our imperfections can actually create the best connections. If you like yeah. that little uh, phrase. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, sometimes you when we see someone as a human and down to earth, it actually allows the other person to go, oh, okay, yes, we can talk about things that we get wrong or, you know, mistakes that we've made or, or things that aren't completely perfect. And it kind of gives them permission also to let their own guard down and connect with you on a deeper level. Wow. It, it, I wish sometimes, especially at those functions, I could see this is where I get envious because it would be nice as, to not feel so much pressure to stay in one area one, waiting for somebody to come over or focus talking on a few people where you know, I'm going to run out of stuff to say. Mm. It'd be nice to be able to kind of drift around, hi, so it's a, hello, or hey, I, I'm Kelly, whatever, just to kind of flow around so you seem warm and friendly enough, and then hopefully people will, as you settle back, come and approach and feel more comfortable to talk to you. Um, are there common misconceptions, Fern, that hinder confidence? in social situations and if so how can we overcome those well it's really interesting what you just said there because i kind of detect one there you know this idea that there are some people who can just do this and it's completely effortless and and, right. and i think yes. one of the things that we do is we shame ourselves and basically all shame is is saying i should be here you know up at the top and i'm here and i'm sort of like you know, three rungs below where I should be. And so we shame mm. ourselves because we look at everyone else and we go, they've got it together. You know, they must they must know yep. exactly what they're yep. doing. They yep. can't be nervous. Right. And I am. Um, and, and so that can be really hard. And another misconception can be everyone is judging me. You know, everyone is looking at me. Everyone is talking about me. And of course, again, if you were talking to a friend, you'd of course say to them, no, that's not what's happening. You know, there's this great quote that says, you'll worry far less about what people think of you when you realize how seldom they do basically people are wrapped up in their own stuff they're not worrying about yep. you they're worrying That's about right. them they're worrying if they've Don't got a stain on yourself. their dress you know, they're worrying if they've got cake around their face. You know, they're not thinking about you. And that's a wonderful freeing thought. Thank goodness for that, because it allows us just to take the pressure off ourselves and just, you know, relax a little bit because everyone else is is thinking the same as we are. 
I literally heard about this yesterday, the spotlight effect, right? Where you just have to go out and be embarrassed or be ready to be embarrassed because you'll then realize that not everyone's actually looking at you and watching you and thinking of you because they're thinking of themselves. Uh, Fern, how could you deal with feelings of self-doubt and anxiety that can arise in these social settings? We've been kind of talking about this the whole time, but specifically about that self-doubt. Yeah, and these are feelings that can really creep up on you. And what I would say here is if it feels overwhelming, take yourself off, you know, and like I said earlier, just give yourself permission to have that break. Take yourself to the bathroom or a quiet space and just give yourself five minutes to calm down, calm your system down, have a breathe and, and just ground yourself and notice what's around you. You know, you can do the sense thing, you know, and, and kind of connect with different things in the room. But the most important thing I would say is kind of what we alluded to a little bit earlier about asking yourself, what do I need right now? What is it that I need that would make me feel better in this situation? Because mm -hmm. I think that the more we can recognize that and the more we can feel like I can look after myself, even when I feel uneasy, I can be in a situation where I don't feel comfortable, but I can get through it that's when we start to feel safer, emotionally safer with ourselves. Mm. And we don't have so much fear in these situations because there's not so much risk because we know even if we get into a difficult situation, we can handle it. That's a really right. lovely tip, right. Fern. I think we need to let yeah. that set in because it's true. We're building self-trust and self-confidence. And a lot of the times we're thinking of confidence as this uh, external perception, right? Like how people think of me, but really a lot of it is just how you think of yourself and how you'll be yes, there for yourself yeah. whether or not you did well at this party. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and that takes us back to those preconceptions. How, do, how are you viewing yourself? Mm. Are you telling yourself yeah. no one's gonna yeah. like me or are you telling yourself, actually, I'm pretty fun? Yeah. Yeah, well, Fern, how about, and we only got about 30 seconds for this, what about could having a disability really impact that, 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 that feeling about yourself and disadvantage you to some degree in this circumstance that we're talking? Yeah, I think we've all been in situations where we feel like, oh God, I wish I could just make eye contact with somebody across the room, you know, like you said, and, and mm -hmm. be able to talk to people. And that can be hard. And again, I think it's just knowing that actually you still do bring a lot to the table, even as somebody with a disability, ask for help when you need it, but also just really kindly and politely educate people. Because again, that's when we create connections, when people can understand each other. It's a real good opportunity to form bonds between people instead of kind of feeling like you're all on your own. Absolutely wonderful, Fern. Thank you. As usual, we run out of time and there's so much to be said. Uh, the best to you. We'll talk to you later next week or in the new year, right? Uh, I think, I think hint, she's hint, holiday party. Uh, well, yeah. There might be something, mm -hmm. there might be something on its yeah. way for, for there your will Fern and friend we appearance. We will hear from you, but not necessarily talk to you, but we will Absolutely. in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. You have a lovely you, holiday. You too. Thank you. Thank you very much. Fern Lullum joins us every two weeks opposite What in the World right here on Kelly and Ramya. Now get this. Amazon's strict return to office policy is actually pushing more employees into quitting. <gasps> We're shocked. Mark Phoenix is going to tell us more about that and other stories on the bus right after the break here on Kelly and Ramya. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. 
Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.